Welcome to the Missing Pillar of Health podcast, the show that helps you reduce toxins in your life without fear, judgment, or shame, so you can be happier, healthier, and all around more awesome. I'm your host, environmental engineer, mom of two, and founder of Green at Home, Emma Roman. The research is clear that toxic chemicals found in the products we use, food we eat, water we drink, and air we breathe are contributing to the rise of chronic illness, allergies, infertility, autoimmune disease, and more. The good news is you can reduce your exposure without having to drastically change your lifestyle, and I'm here to show you how. Each week, you'll get science-based, practical, and need-to-know information to help you sort through the misinformation and greenwashing out there so you can tackle toxins with confidence. From solo shows to guest expert interviews, you'll leave each episode with practical solutions to implement in your life. As Margaret Mead said, never doubt that a small group of thoughtful, committed citizens can change the world. Indeed, it is the only thing that ever has. I believe addressing toxins is a critical step towards creating a healthier and happier community, family, and ultimately a better planet. And that starts right here, right now. Let's dive into today's show. Hello and welcome officially to the Missing Pillar of Health podcast. My name is Emma Roman and I am so grateful that you have found this show. If you're listening to this when it's released, we are about seven months into the global COVID-19 pandemic. I think a lot of people have started new projects during this time and it may seem like this is one of them. But in reality, I've been muttering about starting a podcast for a year, and I've been building up the content you're going to hear each week for about the past 15 years, so I would say it's about time this got started. I was searching for a podcast on the impact our environment has on our health, and by extension, the impact this has on our happiness, wealth, families, communities, and the planet. Now, when I talk about the environment as it relates to health, it means everything we're surrounded by, including the products we use, food we eat, water we drink, and air we breathe. Lots of podcasts have individual episodes on the subject. I've been interviewed for several of them myself, but none of them are dedicated specifically to this topic of environmental health, at least not in the way that I wanted them to be. And so here we are, with the podcast I couldn't find, so decided to create myself. I wanted to kick off the show with a little intro to help you figure out if this podcast is right for you. First, some context about me and why I'm in your ears right now, and then I'll give a little bit more background into environmental health and the importance it has in our daily lives. I am an environmental engineer, a mom of two, and the founder of Green at Home. I help women and their families reduce exposure to toxins and chemicals found in our everyday lives that are linked with chronic illness. My focus is to provide practical and science-based information and strategies to reduce your toxic load without having to make drastic lifestyle changes or waste time and money on stuff that doesn't work. Now, I'm not a health practitioner or wellness coach by trade. I actually have a professional background in creating healthier, greener indoor spaces, which is the backbone of environmental health. 
I enjoyed a 10-year corporate engineering career as a green building consultant and project manager. I hold a professional engineering license and am a lead accredited professional. This stands for Leadership in Energy and Environmental Design. In 2015, I was invited by Lindsay Coulter, who at the time was the David Suzuki Foundation's Queen of Green, to train with her as a Queen of Green coach. And this is where my passion for helping other families in a truly supportive and practical way really took hold. Now I am 100% focused on helping create a healthier future for families without fear, judgment, or shame. I teach a regular lecture at the Canadian College of Naturopathic Medicine on environmental health and reproduction and fertility. I have a certificate in environmental health from the University of Arizona College of Medicine, and I continue to educate myself about health and our environment every single day to bring the most up-to-date and practical information and tools to my clients and community. My own healthy home journey started when I was in university and discovered that water treatment systems couldn't remove everything we were putting down the drains or from our drinking water. And this means that we are drinking chemicals from cleaning products, medications, pesticides, and more. That was enough for me to quit the regular cleaners back in 2003, cold turkey. Originally, it was out of a concern mainly for the environment, but I started to learn more about how they impact our health directly as well. And I dabbled in making more changes to my lifestyle gradually after that. By the time I got pregnant with my daughter, who is almost nine now, I was feeling pretty good about the healthy and green changes I'd made in my body care, my cleaners, and around my home. But I was far from perfect. After my son was born, he is now almost six, I began to wonder if I was doing enough, or quite frankly, if it even mattered. I started doing more research. And by that point, honestly, I kind of wanted to learn that the toxins I was working to avoid weren't actually all that important, and that I could go back to living like a quote-unquote normal person. As you can probably guess, that's not quite what happened. Instead, I ended up feeling even more afraid and guilty about what I wasn't doing right and worried that I'd never be doing enough. In my postpartum haze, I got to the point where I just wanted to quit. I wanted to go back in time and live in a little ignorance is bliss bubble. And I was so overwhelmed, I almost stopped caring. Uh, But what kept me going was my insatiable need for answers, and I think I already got past the point of no return with my research. I couldn't stop thinking about my family history of breast cancer, the debilitatingly painful and irregular periods I suffered as a teenager, my asthma that appeared out of nowhere while living in student housing, and a blood disorder I had as a child that required synthetic hormone shots to allow my body to produce red blood cells. Now, many of my ailments aren't uncommon. Having asthma and allergies and painful periods and family members with cancer are all sadly considered normal, but they certainly shouldn't be considered healthy. In my mind, if we're healthy, we don't have ailments that affect us on a daily basis or that require medication to manage without also addressing the root cause. And 
Issues that affect women and children are so easily swept under the rug as normal without really seeking out that cause, but this shouldn't be the case. And through all my research, I realized that I was already being affected by toxins and that they were wreaking havoc on our health as a broader community. I knew that I didn't want my children to suffer like I did or worse, or anybody else's kids for that matter. So I took a step back And as I advise most of the people that I speak to, if you're starting to feel overwhelmed, I took a deep breath, literally and figuratively. Now, I was a project manager in my day job, and I decided to apply my planning skills to this problem too. I got more methodical in my research and how I approached my own home detox. Even though I no longer suffer from the same level of analysis paralysis, It took me many months to figure out what I was missing when I got started that got me into that overwhelm state. And the missing ingredient was confidence. I really was on my own in my journey and I kept second guessing myself. It was joining the Queen of Green coaching program that helped give me the self-compassion and empathy to move beyond that analysis paralysis. And earning the certificate in environmental health helped give me the tools to understand the science and research around toxins. And that level of research hasn't stopped to this day. So here's what I know about environmental health that I think everyone needs to be aware of too, because we're surrounded by it and it is in fact affecting us so deeply. And coincidentally, these are all things that we'll be diving into a lot more in future episodes of this podcast. Environmental health deals with all the factors that affect our health that are external to our bodies. Most commonly, you'll hear me talking about the toxins and toxic chemicals found all around us. And I think this is why it can be a hard subject to absorb, because it's so big. It forces us to reevaluate how we see and live in the world, and that can be scary. And as humans, we tend to avoid things that are unknown and default to what we know, even if it's not necessarily the best long-term step for us. And this is why we hear a lot of people say things like, oh, all the talk about toxins in our body is body and products are so blown out of proportion. I've been using these products my whole life and I'm fine. Or we're going to die at some point and chemicals are everywhere so there's no point trying to avoid them. You've probably heard some version of these. I know I've even caught myself wanting to believe them too. But there are a few examples about why I now firmly believe that toxic chemicals, even in small amounts, are the missing pillar for our long-term health. In 2018, the American Academy of Pediatrics warned that some food additives may pose health risks to children, including BPA, phthalates, PFCs, perchlorate, artificial colors, nitrates, nitrates. Repeated studies show widespread exposures to chemicals in everyday products that interfere with fetal and children's brain development. The European Environment Agency declares that environmental exposure to chemicals is partly to blame for increased incidences of cancer and reproductive issues. Genetics also play a role, but we're seeing that the increase in these issues is rising faster than can be explained by genetics alone. There are close to 800 chemicals that are known or suspected hormone disruptors. 
but only a small fraction of them have been investigated. And hormone disruptors are known to act in the body in much smaller doses than other chemicals. Chemicals are brought to market without fully understanding their impact and are in use for sometimes decades before we realize the harm, both to us and the environment. Examples include DDT, a now-banned pesticide which Rachel Carson's book Silent Spring helped bring to the forefront. PFOA is the chemical formerly used to make Teflon that has polluted the water supply of local residents and is a known carcinogen. It's the subject of the film's Dark Waters and The Devil You Know, and I'll link to those in the show notes if you want to check those out. We will also be talking about Teflon in future episodes. And talc is a suspected carcinogen that was marketed to women of color specifically uh, for baby powder use when sales for using the baby powder on babies dropped. And so Johnson & Johnson has lost millions in lawsuits and recently announced that they would be removing talc from their formulas because of this public pressure. These are just a few examples, and I'll be covering much more over the course of this podcast, along with what you can do to reduce your exposure without losing your mind or giving up a lifestyle you love. So whether you're struggling with a chronic health issue, planning to start a family, are pregnant, have young children, or simply want to live your most vibrant and successful life, I hope you'll tune in each week as I explore topics that will change the way you see your health, your home, and your ability to affect change. Before you go, please take a moment to join us over in my free Facebook group, The Green Product Forum. I'll be announcing the release of each episode and sharing additional resources like links to the show notes so you can dig into everything we talk about in each show. Thanks so much for listening, and I look forward to continuing this important conversation with you. Bye for now. I hope you enjoyed today's show, and most importantly, I hope you'll take one action step from it this week. Let us know what your biggest takeaway was over in the free Facebook group, The Green Product Forum. And if you like what you heard, please take a moment to hit subscribe and write a review if you're so inclined. Both of these take just a sec and really help us out as a new kid on the podcast block. My mission is to help millions of families live healthier, happier lives by lowering their toxic load. And your reviews can really help grow this movement. And hey, you might just get a shout out on a future episode. Until next week, stay healthy. Stay healthy.